Welcome to the Little Right Actions Podcast, a mental health and holistic well-being podcast purpose to inspire, educate and empower you to make mindful health your way of life. My name is Marina, I am a certified holistic health coach and I will be your host. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Little Right Actions Podcast. In this episode, we'll explore the topic of mind-body connection and how our physical health affects our mental well-being and vice versa, how our mental well-being impacts our physical health. Because truth be told, our mental and physical health are tightly intertwined and interconnected, and one cannot truly exist and flourish and truly thrive without the other. So let's start by exploring how our physical health impacts and influences our mental well-being. I'm sure that at some point you've noticed the difference in your energy levels, in your ability to concentrate, to perform at work, in the quality of your thoughts and how you feel overall if you've had a good night's sleep versus if you had a poor night's sleep. And this is just one of the many ways in which our physical health and in this case the quality and quantity of our sleep directly impacts our mental health, our memory, our focus, our mood and our mindset and overall mental well-being. This is because so many healing processes occur in our body when we sleep that then impact our mind in countless of ways. In my opinion, sleep is one of the most crucial pillars for greater mental and physical health and well-being. Unfortunately, most of us sleep too little or have very poor quality of sleep, having trouble falling asleep, sleeping very lightly or waking up multiple times during the night. In fact, according to one of the leading sleep researchers in the world, Matthew Walker, two-thirds of the population in the industrialized countries sleep too little. Also, we are the only species on earth that purposefully deprioritize our sleep. However, as he writes in his book, Why We Sleep, good quality sleep every night enhances our memory and makes us more creative. It makes us look more attractive. It keeps us slim and lowers food cravings. It protects us from cancer and dementia. It wards off colds and the flu. It lowers our risk of heart attacks and stroke, not to mention diabetes. We'll even feel happier, less depressed and less anxious. What's not to like, right? Here's a little insight in how it works. Our nervous system activates the parasympathetic part of our nervous system responsible for healing, resting and digesting activities in our body and mind. Additionally, our body balances our hormones, especially our stress hormones, while we sleep, reducing the levels of stress and anxiety and improving our mood and energy levels. Furthermore, when we sleep well and enough, our body regulates our blood sugar levels that are also important for improving our mental well-being. Because high blood sugar levels or frequent changes in our blood sugar levels cause rapid changes in our mood and cause other mental health symptoms as fatigue, trouble thinking clearly or making decisions, and also our tendency to be more anxious. 
When we sleep, our brain literally washes and cleanses itself from the toxins that have accumulated in the brain during the day. If we don't sleep well and sleep enough, the trash in our brain builds up and we feel tired, we feel sad and we can't focus. To use myself as an example, I'll share a part of my story and my experience with sleep with you. So as you now probably know, and as I mentioned in the very first episode of the Little Right Actions podcast, I used to struggle with stress, anxiety, and depression. Overnight, my body gave into the pressure that has been accumulating a few months prior to this collapse and a true roller coaster journey trying to navigate through it all began. Quickly, I found myself in a vicious self-reinforcing cycle of very poor and actually non-existent sleep and feeling even more stressed, anxious and low. Over the course of six months, I barely slept. Every night, I would have trouble falling asleep, tossing and turning for hours before drifting off to sleep. Every night I would wake up in the middle of the night bathed in sweat and my heart pounding away because I would wake up from another nightmare. Then it would take me another hour to calm down and try to fall back asleep before I'd wake up early the next morning feeling chronically tired, exhausted and feeling like a car drove me over. I quickly noticed that during the day I would try and compensate for lack of energy by craving sugary snacks and snacking too much in general. I noticed that my already low mood would get even lower, triggered by anxious and negative depressive thoughts on repeat in my head. I noticed that I had to almost drag myself around. I was that tired. So I had to do something about my sleep. And it took some time, I'm not gonna lie, but thankfully I succeeded and I have truly never been more obsessive and grateful and appreciative and almost religious about my sleep since. I realized that sleep is probably the most underrated health tool in our modern lifestyle nowadays, but that's just until you lose it completely. Then you realize how truly important and crucial it is for our overall health and well-being. So if you're also struggling with sleeping well and sleeping enough, here are a few things that have helped me tremendously that perhaps will help you too. Try adding a good quality magnesium supplement to your diet. Magnesium is one of the minerals that our body processes insanely fast when we're stressed because it takes part in so many processes and activities in our body and mind. Also, many people nowadays are deficient in magnesium in general. However, before starting to take any supplement, I would always recommend consulting with your healthcare practitioner. But what magnesium does is that it supports, soothes, and relaxes our nervous system, reducing stress and thereby improving the quality of our sleep. Another thing that has helped me in improving my sleep is creating a relaxing bedtime routine. Doing some evening skincare, reading a few pages of a book and meditating for a few minutes helped me calm my nervous system prior to bedtime. Also, investing in a pair of blue light blocking glasses made a huge difference for me. 
You see, when we watch television, use our phone or computer or tablet, we are exposed to this blue light, which our body understands as daytime. And it isn't very smart when our intention is to go to sleep a few moments after watching a movie. So if switching all electronic devices off an hour before bed isn't very durable for you, I would highly recommend investing in a pair of blue light blocking glasses that will balance out the blue light and ease your eyes. Last but not least, just making sleep my top priority was highly helpful in recovering it. Schedule your day in a way that prioritizes seven to eight hours of sleep every night. Support your sleep with soothing supplements or relaxing routines. Make it your non-negotiable priority. Because this is what sleep is, non-negotiable, both for our mental and physical health. Another way that our physical health impacts our mental well-being is through the food that we consume every day. You're probably tired of people mentioning this saying, but I'll do it again because it is so true and still so underrated at the same time. You are what you eat, literally. The food that we consume every day, and here I mean both food and drinks, be it water, tea, soda, or something else, becomes the building blocks and fuel for every single cell in our body and mind. And whether what you consume is healthy or less so, the fuel that your cells get from these foods is equivalent to the source, either good or less so. And as the best-selling author, physician, and one of the leaders in the field of functional medicine, Dr. Mark Hyman says, there is no other activity you do every day that has more power to change your biology than what you eat. He also states that the body and mind are a single bi-directional system. What you do to one has an enormous impact on the other, and most people don't realize the profound connection between what we eat and our brain function and mental health. The fact is, our body and mind, or more precisely, in this case, our gut and our brain, are tightly interconnected through countless nerves running from our brain down to our gut, the largest of them, the vagus nerve, connecting the two together and sending directions both ways. Studies show that every time you experience an emotion, you slightly change your gut environment and the microbes that live in it, either positively or negatively. On the other hand, the trillions of bacteria that we are home to as human beings, and a lot of which reside in our gut, can synthesize neurotransmitters that send chemical messages to the brain to regulate sleep, pain, appetite, mood, and emotions. Again, the connection between our gut and our brain works both ways. In fact, there is such an intricate network of interactions between the two that the gut has been nicknamed the second brain. And how can we make sure that our gut is healthy and this connection between our body and mind can run smoothly, you may ask? Well, a major part of it is our nutrition and hydration that either supports or challenges the gut, the amount and the variety of the gut bacteria that ensures proper gut health. 
and ultimately the health of our entire body and even our mind. Also, to maintain its functions and work well, our brain has an essential need for a variety of macro and micronutrients, because good brain health equals great mental health too. For instance, approximately 60% of our brain is made of fat, making it absolutely essential to have good quality healthy fats as part of our everyday diet. Including good sources of protein in our diet is needed for maintaining a strong and resilient brain too. When talking about nutrition and the food we eat every day and how it ultimately affects not only the health and well-being of our body, but also our mind, I feel like I have to address the elephant in the room. The never-expiring question, is there one perfect diet? Now, there are many answers to this question in the health and wellness industry. However, my personal approach to this is no. There is no one-size-fits-all perfect diet. Because although we all thrive of the same basic nutritional needs, where we differentiate is the fact that we lead different lifestyles, have different activity levels, age, different foods available in our regions, we have different upbringing and cultural exposure to foods. So when it comes to optimizing your everyday diet, my best advice that I follow myself is this. More of the natural and less of the unnatural. It means simplicity at its best. Less processed foods, alcohol, refined sugar and caffeine, and more of fruits, greens, veggies, healthy fats, whole grains, and good quality protein sources, as nature intended. Because there are certain foods that truly nourish and fuel our bodies, while others simply do not. Plus, they cause inflammation in our body and mind and don't serve as a nutrition fuel for ourselves. Now, this is not to say that there shouldn't be room for favorite treats because, in my opinion, there most certainly has to be room for guilty quote-unquote food pleasures. However, for the majority of your everyday diet, try to aim for natural, whole, fresh foods, home-cooked meals, preferably organic ingredients and foods that make you feel vibrant, energetic, healthy and good inside and out. And truth be told, I sense that most of us already know what's good for us. Often we just get carried away by our busy schedules, convenient food options and takeaways. However, if you eat crap, you feel crap, both in your body and in your mind. So fuel yourself with nutritious and delicious foods to feel great inside and out, in your body and in your mind. Last, but definitely not least, before we dive into the ways that our mental health influences our physical well-being, let's take a look at how movement and exercise impacts our mental health. The fact is, very few lifestyle choices and habits are as impactful for our mental health and physical well-being as regular movement is. And the great bonus is, it doesn't even require significant time commitment or intensity. Any time and space you can create for this habit 
even if it's just five or 10 minutes a day, will benefit your body and mind in multiple ways. For instance, regular movement strengthens our immune system, boosts energy levels, reduces pain, improves the quality of our sleep and supports and improves our mood. Also, did you know that the best way to burn off the stress hormones without changing your thinking is to get moving? That is because exercise reduces the amount of cortisol, one of our stress hormones in our bloodstreams. Additionally, regular exercise supports and fuels our brain function, improving our memory, learning and ability to focus and concentrate. Actually, studies show that regular exercise can lower the risk of developing dementia and other cognitive diseases later in life by 30%. In fact, studies show that even a 10-minute walk every day can help unlock all of these and so many more benefits of regular movement and exercise for our mental and physical health. And already way back in the days, people were aware of the mental health benefits of movement because, as a quote by an ancient philosopher, Hippocrates, that I recently stumbled upon states, if you are in a bad mood, go for a walk. If you are still in a bad mood, go for another walk. And perhaps you've noticed this yourself, that after going for a walk or a run or doing a short workout, or moving your body by dancing to your favorite song, you feel much more energized and joyful and rejuvenated even than how you felt before moving your body. And this is also because when we exercise, our body produces large amounts of one of our happiness hormones, endorphins, that help relieve pain, improve our mood, reduce stress and anxiety and boost the feelings of joy and happiness. As we've just established, making movement a daily habit will help you unlock countless benefits for your mental and physical health and well-being. However, leading busy lives, many of us struggle with making this habit a consistent part of our everyday routines, because oftentimes we think that it requires a lot of time and resources, or it requires doing a certain type of workout or going to the gym that perhaps isn't the right fit for all of us. However, when we look at the definition of physical activity by the World Health Organization, it is defined as, quote, any bodily movement produced by the skeletal muscles that requires expenditure. In other words, any type of movement counts. In fact, one of my personal favorite strategies for making movement part of your life is to think of it just like that, movement. And the intention can simply be adding more movement into your day by taking the stairs, walking from A to B whenever you can, taking a bike to work, parking your car a bit further away from work and walking the rest, or going for a walk during lunch break. Additionally, over the years, I've realized that finding an activity or a type of exercise that you enjoy and actually look forward to greatly increases your chances of making movement and exercise an integral part of your daily routines. So whether it is dancing, yoga, pilates, running, practicing a certain sport for fun or attending a workout class that you're excited about or anything else, 
find something that you enjoy doing. Because neither of the health practices and habits that elevate your well-being are supposed to be another chore on your daily to-do list or another stress factor in your everyday routines. In my opinion, it's the opposite. Taking care of our health and well-being is supposed to be fun and exciting and enjoyable. Otherwise, how can we ever expect to make it a doable and consistent part of our lifestyle? Now that we've explored a few very impactful and essential pillars of our physical health and how they influence and affect not only our body, but also our mind, let's take a dive into ways in which our mental health impacts our physical well-being. Because as we've established in the very beginning of this podcast episode and confirmed along the way, our mental and physical health are tightly interconnected and intertwined. If you've been following Inspired Change Co. for a while, you already know that I share a lot of tips and holistic advice on stress and stress management and natural ways to regulate and support our nervous system. And there is a very important and very close to my heart reason for this. You see, stress is a nearly universal experience. It's definitely becoming a global health issue that more and more of us are experiencing every day. In fact, the World Health Organization has proclaimed stress to be the 21st century's health epidemics. And truly, recent statistics show that about 33% of people in the US report feeling stressed, of which over 70% report that it has a negative effect not only on their mental, but also their physical health and well-being. Comparing with a European country, current statistics show that about 29% of Danish people report high stress levels, making stress a global health challenge that more and more of us experiencing despite the fact that we have never had more opportunities and possibilities to thrive as we have now. And while stress is our body and mind's natural reaction to outside warnings or triggers, continuously being in the state of alarm that more and more of us are every day negatively affects both our body and our mind. To use myself as an example again, when I began struggling with stress and anxiety, I not only felt its negative effect on my mental health, but definitely also on my physical health and well-being. Because the long-term, almost chronic at some point, imbalance in my nervous system not only led to anxious thoughts, poor sleep, inability to focus and concentrate, brain fog, a degree of memory loss, and constant alarm state in my mind, it also led to panic attacks that my thoughts or outside stressors would trigger in my body, elevating my heart rate and giving me difficulty to breathe. It also led to my digestion completely shutting off, my hair falling out, and my skin breaking out because my hormones were all over the place because of the chronic high amounts of stress hormones flooding in my blood. So that was the time when I noticed how my mental health can directly impact my physical well-being and that the physical symptoms I was experiencing were a direct consequence of my imbalanced and stressed nervous system. 
You see, our nervous system is the command center of the body. Our feelings, thoughts, sleep and gut health and so much more are all guided by our nervous system. And when it's thrown out of balance by various everyday stressors, your health can be affected and you might find yourself struggling like I was with feeling overwhelmed, having trouble sleeping or having digestive issues. The issue for many of us is that in today's high-paced world, with a lot of things to do and places to be, the part of our nervous system that is activated most of the time is our sympathetic nervous system, which is the one that switches on our body's stress response. This results in high amount of adrenaline and cortisol flooding in our blood for long periods of time, leading to various health issues long term, both regarding mental and physical health. And because restoring the balance in our nervous system and regulating it is a major key to our overall health and well-being, both mentally and physically, it's important that we make a conscious effort to activate our parasympathetic nervous system, which is the one responsible for resting and healing. And the truth is, it's much less complicated than it might sound. A few minutes of mindful breathing or meditation, a regular gratitude practice, spending time in nature and not the least getting good quality sleep every night. All of these small daily and weekly practices can help you regulate and balance your nervous system and thereby regain balance in your body and your mind too. The fact is, it's not only our mind's reaction to outside triggers that can affect our physical and mental health. Our own thoughts and emotions can also influence the stress circuit and much more in our body. Perhaps at some point in your life, you've noticed your palms get sweaty prior to an important meeting, exam or a date because you were so nervous and didn't know how it would go. That is the most basic example of how our thoughts and emotions can influence our body's response. In fact, there is a self-reinforcing cycle that lives in all of us, and there is a huge power and potential in becoming more aware of it and the way that our thoughts impact our feelings that shape our actions. Did you know that there is a whole interdisciplinary field of medicine called psychosomatic medicine that explores the relationship among psychological and behavioral factors on bodily processes and quality of life in humans? In other words, this field of research teaches about how the state of our mental health affects our physical health. Because our thoughts have a profound physiological effect on the body and can either help or hinder the healing processes in our body. Even just thinking about a negative experience can set off a cascade of physiological effects in the body just as if it's happening right now. An example of this can be a panic attack triggered by a thought or belief that sets off a physical reaction with elevated breathing and heart rate. Another example of a psychosomatic reaction can be a thought that triggers the feeling of sadness and feeling down that over time leads to a weakened immune system. Or if you are under pressure and you believe you 
can't cope. The brain hits the panic button, telling the body's stress circuit to shift gear. Anticipating danger, your arteries tighten, sending blood in towards the core. Now, with less blood reaching muscles and brain, your mental and physical strength starts to weaken. However, by thinking positive, you can flip this physical response, opening the blood vessels back up so you can find energy to persevere. The mind-body connection is truly that powerful. How we think impacts how we feel that literally changes our biology and creates our state of being. Knowing the fact that our thoughts impact our feelings that then shape our actions and reactions in our body, there is a huge power and potential in paying closer attention to our thoughts and becoming more aware of the quality of our thoughts and actively working on rewiring our relationship with our thoughts. However, we can't always control what thoughts pop into our head. In fact, our mind automatically generates more than 70,000 thoughts every day. But we can always bring more mindfulness and awareness to our thoughts by noticing a negative thought or belief, noticing how it makes us feel, getting curious about it. Is there any evidence of it? Is it even true? Most time, it's not. We can also challenge the thought rationally and rephrase it into a more positive thought or belief. And lastly, when a negative thought pops into our head, we can acknowledge its arrival and train our mind to think about something else instead of attaching ourselves to that negative thought. Because the truth is, our thoughts only exist when we think them. And as I just mentioned, it happens on autopilot all day. So next time you notice a negative thought pop into your head, try to bring mindfulness to that moment and see if you can observe it from afar without attaching yourself to that particular thought and let it pass by just as smoothly as it appeared on your mental radar in the first place. Or try leaning into gratitude by shifting your focus from the negative thoughts and leaning into gratitude thinking of even one thing in your life right now that you can be grateful for. Notice how you feel after expressing your gratitude, both instantly and as you move through your day. On this note, I want to thank you for listening. I really hope that you enjoyed this value and tools packed episode. Wow, we've touched upon a lot today and I really hope that you're leaving this episode with new knowledge about how our physical health impacts our mental health and vice versa and that you are leaving this episode empowered with basic yet very effective tools and practices and strategies to implement into your own lifestyle and routines to elevate your health and well-being and start feeling even better in your body and in your mind. If you found this episode of the Little Right Actions podcast valuable, do make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to it to get notified when new episodes are going live. And make sure to subscribe to Inspired Change Co. on Instagram for more inspiration. Have a lovely day wherever you are, and I will talk to you soon. <music>